Football is around the corner, and we are ramping it up over here on the Ringer NFL feed in the month of August. Every week, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you not one, but two extra point takens. That's right. Double the trouble as we predict, debate, and analyze our way through camp and the preseason every Monday and Friday. But that is not all. Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Wednesday. We'll talk about everything in the world of the NFL. And who knows, maybe Steven will even have something nice to say about your favorite squad. Though, frankly, I wouldn't count on it. Subscribe to The Ringer NFL Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow The Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Ringer NFL. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Peter Shout out to that guy, Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. I'm your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. Today is the birthday of hip-hop. I am feeling it. I am all in the feels today. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know how this day would affect me and whether or not I'd be like what level of emo I'd be versus like annoyed with the, the corporate nature of that hip-hop 50 has taken on but i gotta tell you i'm pushing the corporate nature of it aside and i am enjoying the part of it that is just very real and that is that this 
culture and music that has made my entire life really i mean this is the date that's been decided on and i get it like on one ep uh negative nancy that he is oftentimes you know has chose to look at it as like who cares about this date why did they decide august 11th i mean even though there is a whole story and narrative around august 11th you know he's on the like oh it could have been so many other dates blah 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 I tend to agree more with what Ebro says, which is like, hey, this is the date people decided on. Let's just go with it. You know, and that's kind of how I see it, too. Like, I am I'm going with it, you know, and uh, today I'll be at Yankee Stadium for the uh, the big show. Now, I have to tell you. My my version of getting on this show, I've been looking forward to doing GP because you guys are the only ones that will fully understand. I my getting on this show was straight up out of the movie Beyond the Mat. Okay? And by that I mean I'm going to I'm going to remind you of my one of my favorite favorite parts about that movie. And hopefully I imagine a lot of you people listening know it really well. If for some reason you don't, then the most important thing I will tell you to do is to go out and see Beyond the Mat. It, seriously, if you're a wrestling fan who's somehow not seen it, it needs to be what you do tonight. But I imagine everyone listening has seen it. Matter of fact, if you haven't seen it, please mention it in the Discord so we can all laugh at you, insult you, and bully you into watching it. But this is the scene that reminds me of how I got into hosting like the main part of tonight. Me, Ebro, and Laura are bringing out Snoop, Lil Wayne, and Ice Cube tonight. And here's how it really happened, essentially. Harry wasn't the only wrestler who lived in Amarillo. The other one was unfortunately not... Troy, you can hear that? Is it coming through clean? All right, perfect. Listen. Successful. Dennis Stamp had over 800 matches, none of them main events. Now an exterminator, he was the self-proclaimed king of the cockroaches. Are you coming to the show Thursday night? Uh, no, no, I won't. Why not? I'm not booked, for one thing. And what really, what, what really bothers me is Dory Funk Jr., <laughs> I, you know, I have nothing against. Now, I have to point this out when it comes to this scene, which I love with this guy, Dennis Stamp. God bless this man. The scene is sad, funny, and then eventually when it gets pulled together, touching. I don't know if my story is that emotional, but when I tell you I'm not booked, I'm not going is what led to me getting booked. It's the, yo, I said to Natalie, I said, I'm going to show you a scene. Tell me this isn't what happened this week. And she was sitting there cracking up because this is it. Keep listening. It's just, I want to point out that I'm not, if you hear me chuckle, I'm not chuckling at sort of the somewhat pathetic nature of this scene. Like I am, but because I love the guy and because I relate to it um, and because it ends, it ends well. This, the man he's wrestling, but I can swear to you, I could guarantee to you that nobody, no one could have a better match with Dory than I would have. So that part hurts. So, but I, I really wanted to be on as a referee, but um, the uh, people who make the decision, whoever that would be, didn't, didn't offer me any position. So I'm not booked, I won't be. <laughs> I don't do any tricks, but I just jump. I stay fit, I watch what I eat. Because this I is, never know when my next match is going to be. You know, I had my last match. This is them showing him jumping up and down on a trampoline in his underwear, by the way. It should be noted. But uh, I never know when I'm going to have my next match. So I've got to stay in shape for that. I've got to be ready. And he said it's been 10 years since he had his last match, but you never know. Could ring at any time, you know. Phone could ring any time. 
How's everything going? Here comes Terry Funk. I'm not going to be here, but... Why aren't you? Because I'm not booked. You're not going to be here. Why aren't you going to be here? Please be here. I'm not going to be here, Terry, because I'm not booked. That's, a, that's, that's an old rule. That's an but old rule I've had for a long time. Because I'm not involved. I want you to come. <laughs> that's me. Well, I'm asking you to please come, all right? I've ar- I, I already have other, I already have other arrangements. And, 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 and don't take come. it personally, because I used to be in the dressing room, and I used to see the old guys... And that's where I am now. I used to see the old guys that came in the dressing room that come around, and they looked like old dogs just hoping somebody would recognize them. Here, Spot. Why don't you come and see us? I really have to be involved, and I'm not. I want you to be there. You know, and I did, and I did ask you in April if I. By the way, all of this is what happened with me and this concert. I asked a long time ago. I didn't hear back. Literally, it's the. Free some matches on the card, which would have been, which would have been, but I'm not on the card. I'm not booked. You want to referee me and Brett? Brett? Referee me and Brett. I already have, I already have other arrangements made. I already have other arrangements made. And by the way, I did. I had other arrangements made. I had had family things I had to do. But guess what? Things change. Terry, huh? won't you referee me and Brett? I'm just. I guess. You, I okay, so so what happened? I I'm guess you just. Miles I guess it was just so far down. A, I guess you just didn't didn't hear me or something when I asked you before. I don't. Or didn't Dennis, think about I it. I didn't even know about it. it. But I want you to. I want you to. I appreciate that. Okay, I want you. To. Okay. Will you please do it. Appreciate that. It's my that. last match. It's my last match. Tell me if you can, because I would love it. Okay. I appreciate that, Terry. I appreciate that. And then Terry walks off. And then it cuts. Why? Terry stumbles. Are you serious? Here we I'm go. Serious. Okay, it's cost me $134 to change my ticket. <laughs> well, I Will I make that much? Well, I was going to pay you Close. I was going to pay you 50 I'll, I'll get half of it back, right? I was going to pay you 50 <laughs> They hug. Are you going to double pay me? <laughs> my wife says, do you really want to do it? I almost broke out. I said, it's the main event. It's the main event. You think I'm not going to be in a main event? Thank you. I'd rather be in the main event than breathe. That is... Oh, I, I'm choked up right now. I'm not kidding. Lump in my throat. I'd rather be in the main event than breathe, man. Were you able to follow that, Troy, as someone who's never seen this movie? Were you able to follow it? I have no idea what just transpired for the next seven, last seven minutes. It was three minutes, but you couldn't hear any of it? Seven minutes. No, no, I I heard all of it, but... But you weren't able to understand. You you don't think the people listening, unless they saw it, would be able to follow what happened? You couldn't follow the two voices? Mm, I mean, I was following it, but I personally am not interested in whatever it was. But I know the peckerheads probably, you know, wait, wait. with you more than I will. You, you, but you understand what happened. Can you tell us back what happened? No. So you didn't understand it? I wasn't listening that closely. <laughs> okay. Texting some women on the side here. Uh, of course you are. Yeah, there's, there's many people who must get texted. But anyways, I just uh, that is essentially what happened. I really wasn't going to go. Then they said, do you want to host? And I said, oh, yeah, I do want to host. So uh, I'm very excited to be at Yankee Stadium tonight. Grateful to do it. Um, last night, did some awesome stuff for Hip Hop 50. So anyways, anyone out there who loves hip hop and it's a part of your heart and soul, I hope you're enjoying the day and you're able to celebrate and take it in in some way because it has – to think about the fact that these kids, that these black and Spanish kids, these black and Latino kids in the Bronx in, in, 19, in the early 1970s, you know, were looking for something fun to do and hearing music that was getting played and heard what these DJs were saying and how they were talking. On the, to think that they came up with this thing just as a way to, to have fun and connect has led to what it's led to. It's, it, it's another thing. It could just make me cry talking about it. It's an unbelievable thing. 
I believe it's America's greatest export, uh, and I'm proud to be a part of it. So I'm, I'm psyched to be at the show tonight. But let's get into a little bit of the wrestling of it all, although I have to tell you, I haven't yet watched. I, I, I'm dipped this week. I haven't watched Dynamite yet. So I'm going to catch up this week and see what happened with uh, Max and, and Cole because I have not seen. And, of course, we already talked to you about Raw this week. Haven't had any other major thoughts. Oh, no, I just got an email back from my my vet. I emailed the vet this morning, and I said, hey, I think I'm due to bring Baron for his shots, but I wanted to ask, is there anything I can do about his hearing? I feel like his hearing's fading a little bit. Any chance he needs his ear cleaned out or anything like that? She said, hi, no, unfortunately, there isn't anything you can do for hearing loss with age. It's a normal part of aging in dogs and is very common. It will not affect his quality of life at all. He will just be able to sleep more soundly. Smiley face. All right. I'll take it. God, how many times am I going to almost cry in this goddamn show? (sighs) I literally just get that emotional about him even aging and sleeping more soundly. Oh, these two 13-year-old dogs. Anyways, um, so we do have to get into the Natalie emails. It is time. Uh, am I going to get through them all today? I don't know. We're going to see. Because like I said, these things, I'm going to go back to the beginning, starting after the ones we already read. Um, Keith Harrington, we'll get you started. And by the way, if I if I'm not... Don't want anyone to feel dissed. As a way to get through these, if I'm not feeling that it's going to be up to the up to par, I'll just move on. We'll move on, okay? Maybe someone write back and go, oh, my God, you went and moved on. No, it was a great one. But I'm going to make the calls I can right now, and we'll take it from there. Um, do me a favor. Troy, uh, I need you to pay attention now. Put down Tinder. And, okay. and if you can, write down the name of each person I say, and then we'll put a score in it after it for now. Ooh, least- I like it. All right. All right, and and if you have a strong feeling one way or the other, I'm, I'm I want your feedback. Oh, okay. You like the storytelling, so this part's for you. Oh yeah. All right, the turn of Miss Hatton. It's been the highest of highs for our forever twenty four seven champion in the summer of twenty twenty three. The wedding of a lifetime filled with all things Rosenberg, hip hop, wrestling, good food, great drinks, best friends. Following a lengthy honeymoon filled with laughs and thirty seven dollar granola bars, Peter and Miss Hatton come home to start their life as newlyweds. However, soon after their turn, Natalie makes a quick trip to Iceland which is where things begin to change. Natalie arrives home from the airport wearing a swan dress similar to Icelandic singing sensation Bjork. Peter doesn't think that much of it because everyone in Iceland dresses like that. But the changes start to ramp up at home. First is the color of towels in the main bathroom, escalates to a strange household decorations from the 1980s like ceramic Dalmatians and veined marble end tables. Peter thinks it's just par for the course. All right, I'm going to skip ahead from this is a lot of details about the slight changes. Peter asks why there have been so many changes recently. And Miss Hatton, actually, she has no idea what he's talking about. However, as the conversation continues, Natalie tells Peter he needs to finish his words. While he thinks she means the conversation is over, she goes into all the words he needs to finish from now on. Repugnant, century, adjacent. She ends the talk by saying Peter must reduce his wrestling t-shirt collection to 12. The forever 24-7 champ's head is now spinning. And Natalie leaves the room saying, good night, Pete. This is the clue that was needed for Rosenberg to realize something wasn't right. The couple heads to the latest premium live event. The night before the show, Peter runs into Booker T at the hotel bar and tells the five-time champ about the concerns he has about his new wife. Once King Booker hears the Pete part, he replies, Tell me you did not just say that. 
Book tells Peter to keep his head on a swivel because he's starting to get some boogeyman vibes around the situation. As Peter returns to his room, he sees Natalie and finally confronts her about the strange past weeks. However, her only response is, did you miss me? With her voice getting louder and louder. When the final one comes to a shriek, a masked man bursts in the hotel room and knocks out Peter with the same fake arm that Evil Doink used to beat down Crush. When Peter comes to, he is bound to a chair and the countdown to the pre-show is on the TV. Natalie walks into the room in an amazingly calm state. A frightened Peter asks why all this has happened. His hat and calmly says, when I say I missed me too, I'm not trying to be sweet. I have been putting up with this blushing bride facade for far too long. I miss the me I truly am, and now you will learn about her. Your next 50 years will be filled with lousy bagels, embarrassing knickknacks, and more duvet covers than you can shake a stick at. Also, this wrestling thing, it's done. You're a grown man talking about grown men in tights. The Cheap Heat podcast will be more age-appropriate and inform people where to get the best deals to keep their home warm in the winter. A trembling Rosenberg says, I can't just disappear from the WWE. People love me on the pre-show. Natalie says, I don't think that will be an issue. Do you think I just did this alone? No, I'm not the only one who wanted to tear you down brick by brick. This has been going on for months, and now you've been replaced. Just watch. The pre-show comes on. As Peter is forced to look, he further edges into the madness at that only a diabolical plot like this could cause. Then, a person in a hooded robe walks up to the pre-show desk and casually sits down. A confused Kevin Patrick asks the person why they're there and what they have to say. The figure rips off the hood, and Pete looks bewildered. As evil Sam Roberts says, it was me, Rosenberg. It was me all along. Wow, Sam Roberts in with Miss Hatton. Um, I love Keith Harrington, but be- based on what I've already read, uh, Troy, I'm going to give that a 5 out of 10. You have any, okay. you have any d- different thoughts? 5 out of 10, uh, yeah, I'm cool with that beautifully written as you know someone who enjoy, enjoys really, the art of writing beautifully written however as a minimalist too long thank too you. long too <laughs> many details too many side stories out of the main going. point there you go i agree all right joe writes us joe ledwell writes us uh wrestling wrestlemania is approaching and with it a new class of hall of fame inductees for his contributions as a celebrated champion, as well as being a longtime ambassador for the company, none other than the mage one himself, sweet Peter Rosenberg, is being rightfully inducted into the celebrity wing. Fast forward to Philadelphia. Dip Flair brings the capacity crowd at the Hall of Fame ceremony to tears as he gives the something introduction induction of the cinch. Grinding all my life by Nipsey blasts over the PA as Peter makes his way down to the ring, accompanied by Bear the Dog. Peter grabs the mic from Dip, and before he can say a word, the lights in the arena go out, followed by a but um. But instead of hearing wrestling has more than one royal family, we hear, hey guys, did you miss me? Out comes Miss Hatton to a thunderous ovation. She gets in the ring, hugs Dip, kisses Peter, and grabs the mic. Just when you think the love fest is going to enter the highest levels, wham, she kicks Peter right in the egg everything bagels. Dip's reaction is akin to Dean Ambrose when Seth took the chair to Roman's back as Peter crumbles to the mat. Utter disbelief. Bear rushes to Peter's side. Natalie begins to speak. Pete. She's a Pete guy now. I'm so sick of your bragging. All I ever hear is you're blabbing about how you're the forever 24-7 champion. Well, guess what? Being the forever 24-7 champion means you must defend that. You must defend the right to that title 24-7 forever. She tosses the mic to dip who drops it, of course. She orders him to count the pin as she hooks Peter's legs and Dip reluctantly counts one, 
two, three. And just like that, we have a new heel 24-7 champion and a red-hot rivalry to take us through the SummerSlam. What are your long-sleeve tees? <laughs> I'm going to give Joe a seven, Troy. I liked the brevity. I, also good writing. He, he didn't try to do anything fancy. It's just a fun story. This subtle digs dip dropping the microphone. That you was like my that. favorite part. Yeah, that was very did. good. I Yeah, I'm a seven or, or an eight for that. Okay. All right. Cool. So let's call it a seven and a half. All right. Um, Brian Wilson writes, Miss Hatton heel, t- uh, heel turn story is simple. She started to agree with SGG's insane takes. Heel turn complete. Brian Wilson. All right. We won't count that one. Tyson says, uh, all right, Rosenberg, even if Natalie, Tyson Cubis, if you want to write that down, you can write down Tyson K. <clears throat> Rosenberg, even if Natalie is occasionally heelish, it's going to be really difficult to turn someone that just came off a mage baby face wedding of the cinch and I miss me is over like Rover. First order of business, name change. I'm just going to say it. Let it sink in. The Nat, and he spelled it G-N-A-T. You got rock puns, insect jokes, and complaining about being insignificant. Lots of material there. Now, how the gnat turns is tough. Only three ways I see and only one that really works. One, the gnat breaks up with P. Not going to fully say the sentence. Let's not even speak such things. Uh, If I learned from Kevin Sullivan, it's careful how you book your wife. Good point. The gnat breaks up with wrestling. The obvious catchphrase is, I hate wrestling. Wrestling is bad. (laughs) you popped for that right i hate wrestling wrestling is bad is funny she refuses to talk to dip and greg and hangs up immediately when you tell her she's on the cheap heat pod it works but i fear potential for xbox heat is too great which brings us to three the gnat breaks up with judaism following an abrupt mysterious trip to iceland natalie returns complaining of a strange illness when abroad she feels fine now and seems normal as ever, except Peter did notice she refers to herself as the gnat. Um, but that's not too weird, right? The next morning, the young newlyweds head off to their favorite delicatessen that shall not be named. Natalie, rip napping from the jet lag, wakes up to see the deli, and thus the gnat's catch first catchphrase is born. Bagels are disgusting, she says. <laughs> Never has a more heelish phrase been uttered. Peter's incredulous and spends the rest of the day asking questions to find out what's wrong. It turns out Natalie is completely herself, except she's lost all the identity of being Jewish. Cut two weeks later, we have segments where the Nat is telling her mom she she says tossed wrong. <laughs> Tells Peter she's going to pass over Passover. This goes on for months with the crowd becoming increasingly skeptical whether the Nat was faking the illness. Her material keeps getting increasingly disrespectful, and the crowd is getting increasingly angry. This culminates in a pay-per-view moment where the Nat is set to face off with Dipperstein. Middle of the ring, Nat grabs the mic and screams, Jews run Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, Dipperstein. I'm allowed to make these jokes. I'm a Jewish talent, okay? Dipperstein, of course, thinks she's complimenting him and starts ranting about how she's a great guy. Cue Rosenberg's music. He comes to the ring, whispers into Dip's ear when she's about what about what she said really means. Dip freaks out and gets sick at ringside. Peter and the Nat lock eyes mid-ring, blah, 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 kiss, and Natalie is back to normal. She explains it was the evil masked man who hypnotized her so that the ring of wrestling show could have better content. Natalie's babyface forever after that, but can always say she had one of the greatest one-year heel runs ever. Stay above mid and have a pleasant time, Kubi. 
Uh, I would say there were very, I thought the funnies in that were the funniest so far, but the story doesn't make any sense. I'll call it a six and a half. Yeah, that's good. But although I really popped for her thing being, I hate wrestling. Wrestling is bad. I think <laughs> I, I, that's very, very funny. I uh, love all throughout all these stories you've heard so far, just all the subtle references to the show that only the diehards would know. Toast. I know it really. Yeah, the to- she, she said my, she's sick of her mom pronouncing toast wrong is mage. Um, all right. This one's not too long. So you should like that. Alex S. The following is for consideration. Video package begins with a photo of Natalie as a young wrestling fan discussing her initial brush with fandom for future WWE superstar R-Truth during his initial run as hardcore champion K-Quick. She falls away from wrestling as he fades from the company. She begins a renewed interest when K-Quick returns to WWE as R-Truth and wins the U.S. championship. She's now an adult. She follows the highs and lows of R-Truth but remains a loyal fan. She becomes Miss Hatton, a revered photographer which provides her with opportunities of fame and travel but never forgets her roots and her fandom for our truth. She meets the very over and great guy face Peter Rosenberg. They share an interest in wrestling and hip hop, but Natalie has become jaded by the continual lack of push for her childhood hero, our truth and appreciation of his hip hop roots. During the initial stages of their relationship, Peter hits a low blow on our truth in the 2021 Royal rumble and becomes the people's forever 24 seven champion. Now firmly entrenched in her Miss Hatton character, Natalie must pick a choice between her fandom for our truth and her growing fondness of the mage one. She chooses the mage one, but during their wedding, she spots many, many WWE superstars, but no our truth. And she begins to rethink. Um, she begins to rethink her own betrayal. During the honeymoon, she has plenty of time to reflect on her choice as there is nothing to do (laughs) and realizes her fandom for our truth is very much alive. She begins a heel turn, which culminates at the 2023 SummerSlam pre-show. Peter thinks she's in Iceland, but she's headed for Detroit. She confronts Peter on the pre-show and delivers the same low blow that he gave to our truth and yells to Peter, did you miss me? And then she turns to the camera and says, I miss me, thus completing the heel turn and Thanks for the opportunity. Stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Uh, Alex in Nebraska. Thank you, Alex. I would. Uh, I popped again there um, for the very inside line. Um, I would give that a six and a half also. Tease? Mm, I'm giving it a five. All right. So we'll call it a five and a half. How about that? All right. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, here's another short one for you. William Connor. How about his last name? Actually, it's really William Connor S. You could do William C.S. Sweet Pete. Um, Oh, this is William, who I still or they're like two people who never got there's something going on. T. Um, will please follow up with me. I I do have them. Like I I I have like 
it's hard to explain. The guy messed up. All these orders should have gone to the people, but a couple of people didn't get them. I had to gather what teas I have, and now I know between the, my two places, I have like five of them. So I will get, I don't know if they'll be the exact right size, but the two people who are missing their teas, I'm going to send you them myself. Another uh, guy wrote me last week, and I owe him a tea too. So guys, please stay on me. I promise this Hip Hop 50 week was crazy. Obviously, the last month's been rough. I will personally send you the teas. What are your teas? Um, all right. Submission. Now, Miss Hatton seems to truly enjoy the sound of her voice each time she comes on the pod. While she is correct that her presence is enjoyed by the audience, this lends itself to a heel persona that is quite full of themselves, a la JBL Mr. Perfect or a Carlito. Once she returns from her trip to the land of ice, a nice touch to her heel entrance could be the addition of an apple. I'm envisioning the new intro phase of Hey Guys, Bites Apple, Did You Miss Me? While spitting the apple in the majors of hosts seems like a bridge too far, this could be a fun way to both pay homage to one of the OG cheap heat recurring drops from back in 2015, Carlito's theme song, and is a delightful way to keep the doctor away from what I've heard. Just some food for thought. In reality, Natalie is a fun voice to have on the pod and a much appreciated addition to the weekly broadcast, even if she does go full heel. Also, don't let the peckerhood stop you from reveling in your success, wedding talk, suit bartering, and vacation complaining. It's the kind of scintillating conversation that we've always enjoyed from the pod. Um, while chiefly about wrestling, it's really nice to hear about the life and times of the Forever 24-7 champion, the Statless Wonder, and the LJN Collector. Keep doing you and stay mage. Connor from D.C. Connor, thank you. Follow up with me on the suit. Your story's not going to win, but I do love a little Carlito reference. Um, uh, let's, let's hit James. James S. Um, all right, Miss Hatton says, Upon returning from Iceland, Miss Hatton proclaims, I miss me. I miss being the free me. I must being able. I miss being able to have a great time with whomever I want. Cue the music and out strolls JJ Reddick. Oh my God! Sweet Pete's biggest rival, not only in sports entertainment but also in college basketball alliance. Sweet Pete, devastated, challenges JJ to an epic match at Wale Mania with the following rules: If Peter can pummel JJ so badly that Miss Hatton says "I love you" to Peter, he can have her hand in marriage again. But if JJ is the victor, it is only because he beat Peter so badly that our hero, Sweet Pete, uttered the words, I hate you to Miss Hatton. The first ever I love you, I hate you match. <laughs> that is creative. Upon entering the ring, and just before the bell rings, special guest referee is revealed to be none other than Christian Leitner. With the odds stacked against him, Peter digs down deep and summons the dream team to intervene. With the help of run-ins from SGG, who would put JJ in a sharpshooter while the evil referee Leitner was distracted, and Dip stepping away from the announcer's table to deliver a flying egg-everything bagel drop from the top rope, Miss Hatton finally yells the three words that Peter has been waiting for, I love you, and as Peter runs to embrace her, Miss Hatton slaps our hero in the face and runs into the arms of Ray from North Carolina and calls Peter a sloppy pig to be continued on the next PLE. I love a good Varvados suit, and that is my size. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was short. It was sweet. He brought up characters from other parts of my world um, that I really would consider to be the ultimate dastardly heels. Uh, I'm calling it a seven. Troy the Goy. I like that a lot. Also, JJ Reddick is my favorite player of all time. So this one speaks to me. Uh, I'm also giving it a seven. Not enough Miss Hatton in the story, but I'm giving it a seven for the other characters. Wait, this is the biggest news of the story so far. Oh, yeah. JJ Reddick's your favorite player of all time? Oh, yeah. 
I was a Duke fan growing up. Okay. And he was iconic. Wanted to be like him. Wore my wore my cut off shirts like him. Tried to shoot threes on my Fisher Price hoop like him. Oh, he was the man. He and Sheldon Williams. What a squad. Are you in any way being ironic? In other words, do you realize how heelish this is to say? Oh, yeah. I mean, considering you were uh, a fan of those losers at Maryland. No, no, no. I don't even mean heelish to me. I mean heelish to the rest of the world also. Like Sheldon Williams and J.J. Reddick, if you were not a Duke fan and or went to Duke, I mean, God knows why you were why you were a Duke fan. Was there did someone in your family go to Duke? I lived in North Carolina for a little bit. Where? Uh, I actually lived closer to NC State territory, but ah, but interesting. So I, but you decided decided to go with Duke, though, huh? My dad uh, was basically had Duke on the TV because he was covering them for the local papers. He was on the Duke beat, and so well, that, you know what? That's a fair response. He sat me down watching Duke and said, "You should like this team." I said, "Okay." So that is, I'll give you, I'll give you this. That is a fair fair reason to like this horrifying team but if you if you didn't have a reason to root for duke they're a heel to everyone it's not just maryland i feel like that's gone away i feel like they don't do not remember once used to do you not remember grayson allen oh yeah oh loved grayson allen so much another one of my favorites but you are but i feel like in the last five years it's cooled down well that's because you guys have cooled down coach k left i just think Duke has gone fully into the one-and-done thing that you can't really build up a resilience for a player over a four-year span like J.J. and Grayson Allen when all these guys are leaving after a year. Oh, God. They were, they're all so obnoxious. Oh, Chris Duhon, Daniel Ewing. I mean, Daniel Josh Ewing, McRoberts. Oh. Daniel Ewing's fine. No, I don't care. Duhon was actually fine, too. They don't even make my like top five. Kyle hit. Singler, John Shire, Nolan Smith, Greg Paulus. Literally just one loser who didn't make it in the league after another. An unbelievable <laughs> run. Great college players. Greg Paulus. Oh, my God. Should have stuck with Then football. you took Rashid Suleiman from us. Good. Have him. Um, I mean, also, the the ACC sort of dying to some degree does yeah. not does not help either. Correct. Yeah, the ACC, I mean, this is, you know, peak when I was growing up. I mean, when you had Chris Paul at Wake Forest, Georgia Tech was so good. Maryland was good. I mean, Miami would just occasionally just go on this crazy run. Florida State, always a tough team. I mean, ACC back, you know, 05 to 15. Great no, listen, as, as much as Duke fans or Carolina fans would badmouth Maryland and be like, we don't even care that you left. It it took it, it was a hit on the conference. It really was. For it, sure. I mean it, Duke Maryland, I those were great games every time. Yeah, it was an iconic we had, even though it's forever Duke, North Carolina, the the Duke Maryland run from like two thousand to oh seven or so yeah. was it was a great it was a great rivalry. Oh yeah! All right, here we go. You're such a heel, it's insane. I, I just, I just wanted to explore that for everybody. But uh, Andrew writes us: Miss Hatton boarded her plane to the Netherlands. It was not the Netherlands; it was Iceland. As excited as she was, whilst carrying her drone to her seat, it suddenly hit her um, of the long plane ride ahead. As she landed, she scrambled for some type of rest that she wasn't afforded on the plane. Irritated and groggy, she forced herself to wake up and get mentally and physically prepared for this three-hour hike to scorching hell, also known as a volcanic eruption. All right, this is taking too long for us to get to. Um, 
yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. It's too wordy. I'm I'm maybe I'm just being thoughtless, Andrew, and lazy because I've read a bunch, but I just I, I'm I'm trying to get through it. and I'm not feeling it. I so appreciate you and I love you. God, I feel bad dissing any of these. I'm not saying it's a terrible story. Okay, maybe it's great, but I I didn't I didn't feel it. It didn't catch me early. I'm getting harder now as it goes on. Steve Kramer, this looks a bit long too. Um. The rise to fame and stardom was meteoric. Never before had the GP universe seen a superstar come and grab their hearts, open their minds, and bring such joy to their lives as the one and only Miss Hatton. It began at the onset of the pandemic. Like many stuck at home, single, and ready to mingle bachelors, our forever 24-7 champ was ready to get back into the dating scene. To J-Date he went, but before the profile was submitted, he completed the DM slide of the cinch and the lovely and talented Natalie M. Rossi, a.k.a. Miss Hatton, blah, blah, blah. Um... He's building up our relationship. He's building. Uh, she became a fan favorite, blah, blah, blah. Like any good heel turn, this one had a slow build. It began at the wedding of the Sench. Preparation was ran- ramping up. How could she make sure everything was perfect for the big event and still appease her fans? Um, Natalie, say the catchphrase. No, no, not that one. The other one. Natalie, how are the seating charts? Natalie, do that voice you do on the make. Natalie, Dip wants his speech to have entrance music. It was all too much. There's only so much one woman can do. It was time for Miss Hatton to turn, or was it? Miss Hatton gave the, the fans the catchphrase, and the wedding went off without a hitch. She was styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, bride of the cinch. She had that Ric Flair drip. Everything was perfect, almost too perfect. Then came the honeymoon from hell. Seven days of nothing. The besmirching of Turks and Caicos. All she wanted to do was enjoy some island activities. Let's ride a jet ski, get a kite board, maybe scuba. You're not for scuba, Rosenbergs. No, no, they were not for scuba. They were also not for the price-gouging fish fry. The duo returned back to NYC, back to the dogs, back to normalcy, back to being mage. Wrong. Miss Hatton hopped right back on the plane to Iceland, leaving the 24-7 champ alone. The last eruption occurred in 1477. The eruption of Miss Hatton would take much less time as she dreamed of drone shots of the newly wed, newly awakened volcano. Her slumber was disrupted by a call, a call from she Pete. It was this call that ignited the evil in her. It was the three hour hike later that changed her. Did you miss me? Only time will tell. Thanks for reading. Steve Kramer, Elizabethtown. Steve, I'll tell you this. It was nuanced. It wasn't over the top. And it, and it and it also wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? You it agree? had great potential. It had great potential, but then like the phone call being enough to, it's just not enough for me. Yeah. Um, all right. We're, I'm going to stop with them for today and I'm going to read some more offline so I can actually get through more of these and we can pick a winner and not read all of them on the pod. Cause I mean, I have to imagine you guys are enjoying some of them, but probably 20 would be a, a bit much or 40 or whatever it is. I would say right now though, in my early estimation, my favorite one was the very beginning, the one that we read last week. Oh, last week. Yes, that one was great. There was one last week, and then there was the one with the audio. Um, they were oh, both right. Those right. were those were both very, very strong. So uh you you wrote down the scores we have for right yeah, now. The, though? the winner for today. Yeah, who's in the lead from what we heard today? Joe L. That was the second one that you read with a 7.5. Um, you gave an 8. I gave a 7. All right, let's, let's, 
let's let's leave it there for today. Um, Troy the Goy, are you celebrating Hip Hop 50 in any way? No. Are you going to watch my boy Khalil Roundtree tomorrow? Actually, no. I'm not watching UFC. What, what, oh, my God. You must be seeing a woman. No, I'm going to a lake house, actually, with, with a bunch of friends. So I don't think we'll be accessing the UFC fights, which will be nice. Well, can you do me a favor? Yeah, a little change of pace. Look at you. Can you do me a favor, though? Yeah. Um, can you please, because I know you're capable of doing so, can you at least uh, go on ahead and find out for me when Khalil should be fighting? I can do that. I can let you know that. Like soon? Yeah. Like like now? Oh, sure. Because <laughs> I want to be able to tell the people, my boy Khalil uh, is fighting tomorrow and love rooting for Khalil. All right. I just got the, just got the uh, script for when I'm on stage today for Hip Hop 50. Thanks to our presenting sponsors, Google Pixel, Ciroc, Adidas. Remember, like I said about businesses getting in on freaking Hip Hop 50? Listen to this. Thank you to our presenting sponsors, Google Pixel, Ciroc, Adidas. Proud sponsors, Live Nation, MLB, Audible, VH1. Our event production partners, Mass Appeal, Live Nation, and the New York Yankees. Make sure to copy your merch at shop.massappeal.com or the merch stores on site. Follow at Hip Hop 50 and at Mass Appeal. The Universal Hip Hop Museum is being built right up the block. Donate now to help create hip hop's first ever permanent museum. Text Hip Hop 50 to 707070. There's a lot of info here. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. In the meantime, Cleo Roundtree, I would estimate, will probably fight around 8.40 p.m. Eastern. And this is on what? ESPN+. Plus. I just like to say one thing. Booyaka, booyaka. 619. Got to tell you guys. Uh, all right, I'm going to try to watch my boy Khalil tomorrow, 840. All right, thank you for that. Now, I do want to say I, I arrived to, uh, where did I go last week? Detroit. Detroit. And the first person I saw when I sat down on the rental car shuttle. By the way, one of my least favorite things in the world, a rental car shuttle. Oh, don't even get me started. But when I, like, I, there's nothing better than flying into a place where it's a small airport and you can literally just, like, go from the baggage claim and walk to the cars. Oh, that is the best. Anyways, sit down on the national rent-a-car bus. Someone taps my knee. And I look up. And you'll not believe it. It's a man with a hood on. And under that hood, there is a mullet. And it was dirty, Dom Mysterio. What a great way to start the weekend in Detroit. Speaking of which, I did get an email this week that I wanted to mention. Um, I feel a little bad about it. Um, let me find the email. Yes. Chris wrote and said... Come on, Peter. By the way, I haven't hit a mailbag drop all day. We've had a couple mailbag drops in post-Troy. Or you feel better if I just hit one right now? What's your preference? Why didn't it play when I just hit something? You didn't hear it, did you? I heard, I heard that. If you actually think, if you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the, wrong, at the right time, let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. 
if you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right guy at the right place at the right time, well, then you're a bigger delusional bastard than I thought you were, McMahon. And you know something? I had a match with you a couple of, I had a, you know what I say right now, McMahon, right now we just settled this because I had a match. <laughs> I just can't believe how many times he tried to correct himself and still said, if he believed I was just the right guy, he just, awesome. all right, the point of this was what I wanted to play the mail drop, right? Mail. So he wrote, um, basically, Chris wrote me and said that Detroit didn't need my slander and said, it's easy to pick on the D. You can't compare these Midwest Rust Belt cities to New York and no need to feed into the old lazy narrative about St. Louis, Detroit, and blah, blah, blah. He, he's right. He's absolutely right. I did not do very much in Detroit. It was lazy. Um, I, I really, I did not spend enough, enough time in Detroit to have any sort of uh, feeling on it whatsoever. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's cool stuff in Detroit. The little, the area right by the stadium and stuff is actually pretty cool. There's a few restaurants there, including the M&M spot, et cetera. There's some stuff there. So I was lazy because I was staying at an old ass Marriott and I went downtown to look for socks and like could not find a good men's store where I was. Took me a while. Um, uh, that was a lazy take. I felt bad. I don't like when people just randomly shit on these cities that actually do have culture because I think these Midwest cities all do have stuff. You just got to give it time. And so I agree, Chris. You know what? You called me out. And guess what? I appreciate it. Now, how long we've we been podcasting for, Troy? 42 minutes. All right. I got to put a bow on this thing. But before I do, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't just randomly play some drops and talk to you in crazy voices. Okay. That's the cheap heat. Now I think we go inside the mind of Troy the Goy. Oh, boy. Hello. Troy. Yeah. Do you hear me? I do. How do I sound? Very low and deep and mysterious and frightening. Yeah. You know what I am right now? What are you? On your conscience. Oh boy. I need you to calm down. Stay away from the dating apps or the whatever weird ways you're finding dates. Chill out. Also, enough with the UFC. Calm down. Have you ever heard of a massage? Maybe some meditation. What are your teens? Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. I'm away from the apps right now because I've just got too many, too many women. I can't add any more to the rotation. We've got three at the moment. Wait, hold on. One question about this. When you say your quote, rotation, mm. these are women that you're dating? Yes. Actually dating or like friends who you visit and they have a boyfriend. Actually dating. Romantic interests. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Does it feel good? Are you happy? 
it's nice to be wanted. It's nice to get some attention. It's fun also. Dating is fun. And I am the king of the first date, by the way. I just want to throw that out there because it's it's essentially a podcast. I mean, I just ask the person questions endlessly. Oh, they love questions, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we hope you find what you're looking for. Me too. I miss me. You miss me, that's right. Now, what else can I say? What more can I say? Soon enough, by the way, this will probably be the cheap heat podcast with the way the AI is going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one's even bigger. Yeah. I like this one. You know? It's got some more. Uh, it gives me a little more personality. <laughs> What about this one? No. Hi, I'm Troy. Producer extraordinaire. Ooh, what's the sound of that? Hi. Too. What about this one? Oh. Hey, Troy. I was this just, works. Yeah, hoping maybe we could uh, go on one of your famous first dates. Like, where would you take me? Mm-hmm. Oh, I took... The, the last first date to... Uh, Don't tell oh. me about other women, you sloppy <laughs> son of a gun. Oh, my God. What the... F- yeah, I have made that mistake before. What the f- are you talking about? You're... You make me sick. Oh, my God. I thought we... I thought we had something. <laughs> Troy, I f- you. <laughs> well, this is a first for me. Just kidding. There's so much fun to be had here. What's this one? Oh, what's this one? I don't get this one. All right. Well, you know what, everyone? We've done a good job this week. I think we've done a lot. We've covered it all, haven't we? We read <laughs> you much, lots. Yeah. We read you lots of submissions. We played some random, uh, some random drops. Got to tell you guys also before I get up out of here. The wrestling I did watch the last two days were some more Dark Side of the Rings. The Dark Side was on this season, man. They they I started the Marty Jannetty one. That joint is so depressing. Whoa. I, I was way worse than I knew. I really feel bad. I didn't finish it yet, but what I saw so far made me really feel that things are not great for Mr. Jannetty. That bummed me out. Um, and then they did one about Bash of the Beach 2000 that like it was nice because it wasn't about anything like horribly depressing. It was just an inside story. But yeah, I uh, I don't have Vice, so you can buy the episodes on YouTube for like two bucks. So I was doing some of that. So we'll be back on Tuesday with a lot to get into um, as payback approaches in early September. And of course, we also have All In at the end of August. So there's a lot of, a lot of things to talk about here on the program. Hope you enjoyed. RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Uh, me, Stack Guy, and Dip will be back on Tuesday. Troy the Goy, thank you very much. Stay mad. Oh, yeah. That's a cheap heat. I sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out, Stack Guy Greg. Red Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m